Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Download the ESPN app if you don't already have it. God, it's so good. And by the way, while I'm at it, I'm going to do a free commercial right now. Get ESPN Plus. That is, and I'm not I, I'm not saying this, well, hold on. I am saying this because I work here, so it's like a good thing to say. But I would tell you in private conversation anyway, the best value, people used to say this about the Sunday Times, the Sunday New York Times. It was the best value for your, it was a dollar, right? And it gave you the most value for your dollar in, in you know, consuming the news and entertainment. The best value for your dollar in the world today, I believe, is ESPN+. Plus. That thing is off the hook. It's inc- Basically, it's remember ESPN Insider? You got a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know how much more? You get streaming video. You get fights. You get whatever you need Speaking on Speaking of thing. that, have you watched The Captain? I haven't yet. I'm going to binge watch it okay. uh, coming up this weekend. Okay. Well, once you get into it, you let me know. On ESPN Plus, that's the thing. Yes. I can watch the Jeter thing wherever I am. And with smart TVs now, if you have it on your phone, you send it up to the TV. It's easy. Oh. Anyway. So if you download the app, you can get this show. You say play ESPN on your smart speakers. There's Keyshawn J. Willemax for you. Do you control the TV from your phone? Oftentimes, yeah. Yeah, okay. So oh, make sure man. you Why? understand that feature. Jay, it's an NFT, NFT, man. I got it. Okay, I'm just making sure. You know, it's an NFT. I got it, man. Don't it's not worry about it. But it's, <laughs> it's virtual reality. Jay no. is a chairman, though. Is it right? the metaverse? It's, it's, I am a chairman. Yeah, I sit on the board of multiple. I want companies, Max to answer the question. Max, yes, I was he is a you. chairman, Mr. Ch- I apologize. I'm supposed to refer to him as take Mr. Us, chairman. Take us to it, Max. Please. I apologize. Jay is the chairman of a very secret organization. Yes, yeah, so I which we talked like about on the radio. I wouldn't like to be named until you started dropping everything about my personal life. Called it's not personal. It's on all your email correspondence. Your professional life. Yes, it says chairman clandestine ventures. Yes. By the way, for anyone who doesn't know what clandestine means, it means secret. He's the chairman of a secret venture. Don't ask him about it. It's a secret. It's a secret, Max. <laughs> Max, typically it's called a holding company. I just wish yes. they could, the people could see your face right now. JJ is like, are we doing this again? Yes, it's an, Ma- it's an Max, NFT. I got Max it. Max tries to frame me as if I'm up here like Bill Gates. He's a very wealthy man. It's okay. He's worked very hard for his money Max, as a staff of you people. You have a collared shirt yeah, that's popped that's open true. to the middle with your hair popping out, Uh-oh. with hair that looks like Little George Clooney. Little taco meat. Little taco meat. from Southampton. Don't you talk to me about what the, hey, wealth. Don't you do it. East Hampton, with, first with, of all. East, with yes. no, while, with, we, while we're talking about wealth, Jerry Jones, a guy who has that's wealth. a ton of wealth. That's yes, thank wealth, you, Max. Thank you very thank much, Thank you for Harry. somebody transitioning back. Thank to you very much. We can't talk about Jay's holdings and holding companies uh, all day. So Jerry Jones and uh, Mike McCarthy, are you buying what Jerry Jones is selling? Listen to this. I want to be real clear. He wouldn't be sitting here today if I didn't think he was the man to lead this team to a Super Bowl. He would not be, and I have choices. Oh my goodness! You know what he doesn't? Why he doesn't have choices? He's confined by his own ego. Like Jerry Jones hired Mike McCarthy, so he so he can be like a puppet on a string. Yeah. And that's probably the problem when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys, right? Mike McCarthy, he has his issues. 
But Jerry Jones is a part of those issues as well. Until he hires somebody who's a strong personality, uh, who tells him, hey, this is my team, let me do it the way I want to do it, when it comes to offensively, defensively, and special teams, a guy like Sean Payton, then it's going to be the same thing over and over and over again. That's why he hired a guy like Mike McCarthy, so he can have that control and don't have to butt heads with someone. You know the problem with Jerry Jones is, Jay? He knows too much football. He knows enough football to be dangerous to himself. So they draft well. It's a good organization. They're usually a good team, but they're never a great team because he's he's interfering. Why is there a problem with Jerry Jones? Hold on. Play that sound again, Yates. I want to be real clear. He wouldn't be sitting here today if I didn't think he was the man to lead this team to a Super Bowl. He would not be, and I have choices. All right, so I I don't understand, like, why he has choices. He does have choices. Defensive coordinator Dan Quinn was up for a lot of other jobs. That's a choice. Sean Payton is a choice. Kevin Moore, offensive coordinator. There you go. It's Sean Payton's choice, too, by the way. Okay. I agree. I mean, but all I'm saying, if you're Jerry Jones, and and I get that the lack there of success and that it it seems like it's an easy dumpster fire for people. All the Cowboys, they haven't won it for – well, man, they have a top-tier organization. Mm -hmm. Like, we talk about them every single day. That's free marketing collateral. Know what else, Regardless of whether it's good or bad. And it's a destination that people want to play for. And a guy they want to play for, too. I, I, don't, I do not hear. I talk to a lot of former players throughout my life, Never say right? anything bad about the Cowboys, they, man. More than that, to a man, they like Jerry Jones. Yeah. They, they appreciate I, I, the fact that, he, personally, he's a loyal person. So I, I'm just flipping it for one second, HD. I, uh-huh. I, I get that they haven't won a Super Bowl. I get the way it's looked over the last several years. Yeah. But every player I talk to that's been a Dallas Cowboy raves about that organization. And like it's an inside-looking-out perspective. At least they're trying to do it the right way. At least they have an owner who cares. You know how many times I see team owners that don't give a damn really or not involved? Can I ask you a question, though, Jay? He's probably overly involved. I get it. The last time they won a Super Bowl is with what coach? Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. A guy he butted heads with, right? Understood. So if you know that's the formula, you need to sacrifice as an owner. Okay. You can't be in the heart of everything all the time. Even though I know you're the owner and you may want to, but if you if that's one of the things that's hindering your organization from getting over the hump and winning a Super Bowl, then you need to take a look in the mirror at the broad spectrum. I, I, Not just I, I, I what understand. your coaches or what your players are doing, but yourself as well. I get it. Self-evaluate. I'm not making excuses for Jerry Jones. I'm just saying a lot of the owners that I've met, they have way more flaws than being overly involved. No doubt, in the organization. They're, they're, of course. I'm putting it into perspective. Jerry Jones is not for Jerry Jones. Jerry, That's all. Jerry Jones. If you think Jerry Jones, if anyone out there is thinking he's a bad owner or he's among the worst, he is not in that conversation. No, he cares. He's at, at the very minimum. He's solid. It just and then like it we goes talk up from about there. Him yeah. like he's one of the worst owners because they're no. the most talked about franchise. You know, what he reminds always me of talking about their lack there of success instead of talking about damn how many times they're in potential or position to be successful or at least appear that way. Do you know? Do you know who he reminds me of, guys? George Steinbrenner, the owner of the Yankees, formerly. Uh, Harry, you wanted to say something? No, go ahead. But I don't know. You guys are looking at each other and laughing like I interrupted. Go on, tell him, Harry. Tell him how you really feel. Tell me how you really no, feel. No, no, no. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think Jerry Jones is a bad owner. I just, when I look at the Cowboys and I look at them being successful and winning Super Bowls, it was with a guy named Jimmy Johnson who you have a similar personality. I don't want to say similar personality, but you have a guy in Sean Payton who was like that who I know Jerry's not going to be able to just run over sitting out there. And he continuously hire guys who aren't like that 
So when you don't get the results that you want to get, then why why are you complaining about it, Jerry? Like what? Like I I don't get it. Hundred percent. But I, I the re, the analogy I wanted to make, and Yankees fans will appreciate this. We're listening right now. Bad <laughs> day today. To the always, always. But here here it is. Steinbrenner, when he first bought the team, free agency had just been ushered in, right? And he exploited it right away. And the Yankees went from no good. They sold for less than the Seattle Pilots the year before, right? New York was a bankrupt city. It was going to be declared bankruptcy. Everyone thought and it was no And The Yankees were no good. And CBS owned them. They did a terrible job. And all of a sudden, he spent all this money, and they were really good, okay? Um, but then the rest of the league caught up to it, the other big markets. And then the Yankees were good, but they were kind of generically good. They weren't the dominant franchise. Uh, and then eventually, Steinbrenner got kicked out of baseball, guys. And that's when they got really good because – while he was away, he didn't want them trading his good prospects and he didn't want to spend any money. So by the time he got back to baseball, they had this great farm system because he couldn't mess it up and they had this great dynasty, the greatest in the history of baseball, really, when you consider everything in the late 90s. Okay, Jerry Jones, what's the analogy here? When he, took, when he bought the Dallas Cowboys, he exploited a system that he then changed. So what did he do? He, he was changing. He spearheaded the campaign for a salary cap, Okay. And the day it gets voted in, he goes and signs Deion Sanders. And people were like, hold up. You can't afford Deion. We have a cap. You led the charge for the cap. He's like, oh, no, no, no. We're prorating the salary over this many years. <laughs> he gamed the system. So once a dominant team, a very good team like the Cowboys, added Dion, it was a wrap, right? That was a parlor trick. When other owners caught on, he has not essentially not won a Super Bowl since then, Right. So, so like that, like Stein, the best thing that would have happened if Jerry Jones would have been forced out of football for a few years, let the football people run stuff, then come back to it. Because maybe they could hire a coach like a Sean Payton or a guy with a big personality who would, who Jerry Jones, it wouldn't kill him that that guy's taking the headlines because Jerry Jones wouldn't be involved. But as long as he's there, he wants the attention on him. Yeah, and I got to go back. Barry Switzer was the last head coach for the Dallas Cowboys and win a Super Bowl. It was Jimmy Johnson uh, previously. Yeah, but it was Jimmy Johnson's team. Yeah, exactly. Because he was forced out of the door, basically, mm-hmm. by Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson won two. Switzer won one with, with Jimmy Johnson's, Johnson's players. And then they haven't won since then. Exactly. But I'll tell you, it, also, when you look at the Dallas Cowboys recently, uh, under Mike McCarthy, they were the most penalized team, team last year in the National Football League. Um, you had the clock management, game management debacles by a guy like Mike McCarthy. They won those games, though. I understand that, but still, it's I, still I, out there. I, I get it. I get it. Well, you don't win a playoff game. To, you, I, oh, you, I'm not making excuses but you, for Mike but McCarthy you, you have all. to beat quality opponents outside of your division. Mm-hmm. Right? They lost last year to the Arizona Cardinals, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Bucks. All those teams made the playoffs. They didn't beat. They beat... I'm trying to think. Philadelphia. Philadelphia Their point differential in the NFC East it's, was it's absurd. Crazy. And against the rest I'm, of the league, it was eh. Yeah. I don't, what's the point you guys are making? They feasted on a soft division. Yeah, I made that point before. I've said that multiple times on the show. Yes, but now Harry's making the point. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to get to the, what's the bigger point that you guys are making. That Jerry Jones's ego interferes with him making the right hire. When, when he says, I'm, I have a that lot of choices, my original <laughs> point, Jay, back to that. my original point was that in fact, he, do, he would have a lot of choices, but he is trapped by the nature of his own personality, which severely limits his so, choices. So if Michael McCarthy doesn't go deep into the playoffs this year. No, one playoff win. If You, you have to win a playoff no. game. See, I, I, I don't I, think so, I, Max. I think, Mike, I think, I Mike think McCarthy has to go deeper into the playoffs. 
because of, it, because he has those choices. Exactly. I have choices. And it, and if he and if he doesn't, then I think you will see Sean Payton hired if he's not Correct. taking another job. He will be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. If he takes that job, yeah, I think Sean Payton will take that job over the Chargers. Why do you think the Chargers will be available? You you, you came up with that. But, well, but I would hold say on, hold on now because if they don't make the playoffs, that's what I'm saying. They and there's the a good chance they don't because as good as they are, that division is crazy. Going to fire Brandon Staley in his second year? It's for Sean Payton in a heartbeat, I would. Okay. If Sean Payton wants that job, you know, because be Sean Payton is a proven winner. When they were in San Diego, they had a guy named Drew Brees, and then Brees got hurt, and they didn't play as well as exactly as they wanted him to. So they draft Philip Rivers, and then Sean Payton grabs Drew Brees, right? And the rest is history. Now it's Sean. Pay- it would be Sean Payton going to the Chargers to take a guy with more talent than Drew Brees and Philip Rivers put together. And if Justin you were Herbert. Sean Payton, Harry, what job would you take if you had if you had two choices between the Chargers and the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> I'm going to the Chargers. Why? Because of Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, and then the young pieces I got on defense. I the offense r- pass rusher. I have Duran James. Exactly. The you got receivers. You got everything. Zion Johnson from LA. Boston College. Understanding what the AFC West is going to be? Yeah. Yeah. I, but, so, but if you're, just, but if, but if you're Sean Payton, I, you believe in I, your, I, your, I, your I agree, skills. I agree. With you. I'm just looking at also the division. I'm like, I'm looking at NFC East. I'm like, all right, the Eagles are coming. Like, where, what are the So the, the offensive Giants coordinator doing? right the now commanders doing? for the Chargers is a guy named Lombardi. Yeah. Who coached under Sean Payton with the Saints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Let's bring in ESPN NFL front office insider, Mike Tannenbaum, for this conversation. Jay, so you can stop interrupting Harry when he's trying to make points. Me, Mike Tannenbaum. let Harry get in on the points, Mike Max. Tannenbaum. Harry's trying to get a word in edgewise. Jay won't let him talk. No, that's you. Mike, welcome to the show. How are you doing, Mike? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing? Good. Hopefully, oh, well, Jay will let you talk a little bit. We're bickering, Mike, like three little brothers. Hopefully, Jay will let you talk a little bit. Um, does, does Jerry Jones' vote of confidence uh, for Mike McCarthy mean anything to you, Mike? No, I, I don't, and I think it's the Dallas Cowboys, and we're always going to talk about it. And, you know, I think it starts fundamentally with self-inflicted wounds, guys. No team in the NFL has had more penalties since Mike McCarthy's been the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys than the Dallas Cowboys. So they need to get off to a good start. They need to play clean football. And if they do that, he has a chance to be there for a long time. This is a team that has a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. But it starts with the head coach, and if he could clean up these self-inflicted wounds, he'll have a reasonable chance to stay. Now, Mike T., is head coach of the Dallas Cowboys the toughest coaching job in all of sports? Seems like it. I, probably that or the Yankees. And, but, you know, it's also an honor and a privilege, Harry. And, look, when you win there, like, look, look at New York, right? When you're a champion there, Derek Jeter, Bill Parcells, Tom Coughlin, Eli Manning, you, you walk forever, so... It's a burden, but it's also a great opportunity. I'm curious, Mike, if you had a chance to be the GM of two teams, uh, I'm curious who you would choose and why. You have an opportunity to be the GM of the Chargers or you have an opportunity to be a GM of the of Dallas Cowboys. Which one is the more preferable job? Well, I'm going to take Justin Herbert probably over any other player in the sport right now, so that's an easy decision for me. I just think he has a chance to be – a transcendent talent for a long time. I think he has a limitless ceiling. He has impeccable character. He's built as perfectly as you can be for the position. So I would start with the Chargers and then take anybody after that. Mike T., what are your thoughts on the 49ers officially moving on for a guy, uh, to a guy like Trey Lance and telling Jimmy Garoppolo, hey, we're going with Trey um, in, in so many words. And we heard it from Kyle Shanahan. We heard it from John Lynch. 
uh, recently that they are moving on? I don't like it short term just because when Jimmy Garoppolo plays, they win 70% of their games. They average 28 points, and he's been a really good player for them for a while. So I love Trey Lance. I think he's really intriguing. But with a win-now roster, I would keep both of them, knowing that there's a 17-game season. And one of the questions we don't know about Trey Lance is, what's his durability going to be like? Yeah, I mean, uh, by the way, even if he has, like, who's the second most important player on a team? We hear the backup quarterback. You got Jimmy Garoppolo, who apparently Mike doesn't have any trade value because of the shoulder. Why would you? I guess the specter of him hanging over Trey Lance would affect. Him. How do you feel about that, Mike? The, the idea that the specter of Jimmy G would 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 hang over Trey Lance, so they wouldn't allow him to develop in the same kind of way. Well, Mike, I was going to say that, Mike. Wouldn't you have to find somebody? The last thing you would want for your you know young quarterback is through the midst of making mistakes even if you're holding firm that he is your guy moving forward splitting the the crowd the fan base calling back for Jimmy G at games that creates an unstable environment for your young quarterback doesn't it yeah you know Jay well I've never been a big believer in that you know I've been privileged to be around guys like Brett Favre and others where they don't care who you bring in hey like if you want to waste time and money and a draft choice another quarterback go right ahead because I'm the best quarterback you'll find. So um, I, I'm never one to shy away from bringing in competition. And if the player does, that could be an issue. I don't know. Brett Favre didn't seem too happy about the drafting of Aaron Rodgers, Mike. I mean, look, Mike. Oh. I could just go. I, I don't know. I could just go by my experience with Brett. And he was great. And he, look, he was our guy. Who's your backup quarterback, but- Mike? Who's your backup quarterback? It, it was it was Kellen Clemens amongst others. So, yeah, right. but, not Aaron Rodgers. Right. <laughs> yeah, but that, I noticed but you made sure is, there was no Jimmy G on the roster when Brett Favre was there. No, and look, hey, I've made mistakes at the quarterback position. I think that's pretty well documented, and, and having the right sort of depth. But the point is, I don't think you can have enough of them. And, it, and if a mm. player is worried about the competition, that could give you a lot of insight into their mindset. Mike, I'm completely with you on this. And, look, quarterbacks are the differentiator for your franchise and for the individual players. And speaking of a differentiator, Kyler Murray, the skill set on the field is unique. It's one-on-one, right? Mighty Mouse, I think he is so uniquely talented. But this whole independent study clause in his contract, it just baffles me, Mike, that as – a competitor, as somebody that wants to be the best in his craft at everything he does, that if somebody were to say to me, hey, look, at, at, a, at a minimum, all you have to do is require four hours of independent study to study game film, it leads me to ask, from the franchise perspective, is this who you want to bet on to be the leader of your franchise if you're asking him to give you four hours maximum? And it, even if I got negotiated down for independent study in your contract? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'm a little bit of an outlier in this one, guys, because I actually think this could be a tremendous win-win, and here's why. First of all, it shows you the unbelievable talent that Kyler Murray has. It also tells you how hard it is to find quarterbacks. Look, it's really, really hard to find a franchise quarterback, and let's give Kyler Murray credit. Like, he put it in writing. He has to get better at this. And, guys, who's to say that maybe in three years – you know, Kyler Murray's winning more games and we're seeing more improvement from him. And, and he says, you know, look, my study habits got better. And um, I don't know. I think it's unusual, certainly. But to me, 
knowing how hard it is to get a quarterback, and if that's the only thing you're concerned about, and the quarterback signs off on it in writing, now look, there's a lot more here, like is it actually enforceable, things like that, but I actually think this could turn out to be a win-win. Mike, hold on, Mike, Mike, hold on. Jay Harry are wanted we, to say are, something. Are we? Are we? I'm sorry, Harry. I, I'm again, doing the Max Kellerman too, but I have right? to ask. Harry, for Harry, Harry, am I right? See uh, what I mean? Max, Max, Harry, and I are sitting in a in a, Mike, in a Mike, cold studio. About this when the I'm wearing a sweater. The, uh, are you started. sitting on the beach right now, doing your interview with us? Is is that the site that you're seeing right now, Mike? Yeah, that's going on. No, no, it, 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 it's not. But uh, I, I hope to be back in Florida uh, tomorrow. It did sound like he was muting it because he's like having a party on the beach somewhere and doesn't want us to hear <laughs> Sorry. it. All right, now, Mike, really quick before we have to go because it's almost Three time minutes. to go to break. Jay's palms are itching. Re- Hurry really up. Really quick, Mike, let me get my uh, question out. Uh, what kind of impact do you think a guy like Julio Jay, Jones Jay, stop, stop, is going to make with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? So, Harry, I'd say this. I really like the move because I think he's an all-time tough guy. And they have to hold the fort with guys until uh, first Chris Godwin comes back healthy. And then by the time you're lighting those holiday candles that you're not supposed to be lighting, Harry, and Gronk's back with the Buccaneers, they'll be in great shape. But uh, in all seriousness, I I think the Julio Jones sign makes a ton of sense, especially early in the season for the Buccaneers. You know, Harry was bringing this up for those who'd be like, well, Julio Jones isn't what he used to be, et cetera. No, undoubtedly that's true. And yet Mike... Harry's point was Tom Brady ain't making calls for no reason, right? He has plans. If you're Julio Jones, like I'm thinking Julio Jones is going to catch some important passes in this upcoming season. Would you say that is accurate? 100%. There's no doubt about it, Max. Um, especially early in the season, I fully expect Gronk to be there by, you know, right after Halloween. And, you know, it's going to take Chris Godwin a while to get up to speed. So I think early on with Russell Gage, Cam Bray, Mike Evans, I think the signing makes a ton of sense. Mike, why after Halloween? Why do you peg that date? Well, because, first of all, no veteran wants to go to training camp. Ask Harry that question. And True. when his agent and his girlfriend say that he's coming back, when Tom Brady calls Gronk and says, no, but why hey, Halloween? Why that, why that date? Why the 31st of October? Why would you peg it there? Uh, because I, I think Gronk, you know, needs a little time to uh, sort things out, you know, and, and realize how much he misses football and realize how great they are. I, I have Todd Bowles being the coach of the year. I think that's the biggest move of all. I think Todd Bowles is an upgrade over Bruce Arians at head coach. I, I've worked with Coach Bowles. I think he's really special. I think this team's going to be really good. I think Gronk's going to be like, well, well, wait a second. We can win a championship. Let me get back there. So it gives him enough time to, you know, have a little time off see how the team is doing, the weather turns, the leaves start to fall, he gets that itch. Okay, Super Bowl time coming up. Let me get back in the swing of things after Halloween. I like it. I think that's about I think that, that yeah, makes there sense. there you go. Mike Tannenbaum, I'm so glad Jay's showed restraint and allowed you to uh, illuminate us, illuminate the whole, uh, all these topics with your wisdom. Jay, good job. Mike, always good talking to you. I'm glad you were able to get a word in on an interview when Max does it. <laughs> See what he's doing. See what he's doing. Mike, he's just imitating whatever. Thanks, guys. Thanks, right, Mike. Mike. Harry, Some I, of- I love when Max brings up points. Like, yeah, what? I think Harry, what you were trying to say. I'm like, no, Harry, you just said it. Well, no, but I wanted him to address the point specifically. I'm just joking with you, Max. He's so <laughs> Not that I'm being defensive, but my voice went up like this. <laughs> Jay, what are you talking about? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. All right, let's get it. Real or not real. These players may or may not live up to the hype, but now we're going to break all this down. So, Max, I'll start off with you. Mm. Trevor Lawrence will live up to the hype. Real or not real? Not real. The hype as the number one overall pick. And also, like, hey, look what Deshaun Watson's doing in the NFL. Trevor Lawrence was more precocious than Deshaun Watson. Took a similar team, or the same team, really, but different, slightly different roster because of turnover. But And waxed the same team that Deshaun Watson with a wing and a prayer beat. Mm. Trevor Lawrence had the size, the speed, the arm, and everything. And, you know, basically we're hoping that he turns into what Justin Herbert already is. And I don't know if that's ever going to happen. I'm going to say not real. I'm going to go not real also. He's already having to climb out of a deep, deep hole with his first year head coach Urban Mm. Meyer and how he ruined him in year one. Uh, Doug Peterson does is very familiar with young quarterbacks, and you look at Carson Wentz. The year that they went to the Super Bowl and won it had a hell of a season, MVP t- uh, type like season, but it was decimated by injury late in that year. Uh, I believe Doug Peterson is going to get Trevor Lawrence on the path. I just don't ever see the Jacksonville Jaguars going deep into the playoffs and even contending for a Super Bowl. Yeah, I'll say not real too, just because you know, look, second year quarterback. Oh, is he going to make the Joe Burrow type leap? No, no. Let's, let's calm down with that. Joe Burrow also had Jamar Chase, even though his O line was decimated. But there's still a lot of pieces they need to add for Jacksonville. Plus, when somebody calls you a generational talent, living up to that hype in your second year is challenging. Okay, next up, Mac Jones. Harry, I'll start with you. We'll live up to the hype. What is the hype? Well, that's what I'm Mac saying. Yeah. I'm about to ask, what's the hype for Mac Jones? Super, like Super Bowl? Win a division? Because I guess. Win a division? Ooh, so no, because Josh Allen is in that division. Um, uh, and then you look at what the Jets have been able to do. You look at the Miami Dolphins, and let's not forget, the Miami Dolphins beat the New England Patriots twice last year in 2021. They just got better from top to bottom. Their roster, so I'm going to say no. Mac Jones will, really. will exceed the hype because... When you weigh all the hype with the criticism, in fact, there's a lot of skepticism about a lot of uh, skepticism about what Mac Jones can be in the modern NFL. And people get the sense he's doing it with smoke and mirrors. Said every passing record at Alabama, I think he's going to do better than a lot of people think he's going to do. And I'll say real. He's yeah, gonna, he, I'll say real too. I don't think they're going to win a division. But whenever you have a genius head coach like Bill Belichick that will put you in positions to succeed. 
I mean, even in that game they played, what was it, in Buffalo when it was snowing, the fact that they barely let him throw the ball. Like, I feel like he's always going to be positioned to do less, which is going to be more for Mac Jones. Do you see them winning the Super Bowl ever with Mac Jones? No. Okay. No. All right. All right. All right, fair. I think they might win the Super Bowl with Mac Jones. I don't know. Next up, Uh, hyped-up team, got Devontae Adams this offseason. Derek Carr, (coughs) will he live up to the hype or what? Yes, he will. Yes, he will live up to the hype because he has that number, number one guy. You have a guy in Hunter Renfro. You have Darren Waller. Let's, let's, let's look at it from this standpoint. The New England Patriots last year did a great job rushing the football. Josh McDaniels was their offensive coordinator. He's now their head coach. He's been a head coach once before with the Denver Broncos. It didn't work out. He's going to learn from his mistakes the first time around. So, therefore, he's going to put Derek Carr in a situation to become successful, more successful than he's already been. Mm. So, I'm going real. I think – Real because I think people have peg, have Derek Carr pegged right. After a career of being maybe a little overrated, maybe a little underrated, I think at least my own perception is he's a good quarterback. And I don't think he's Justin Herbert, but I also know he's not a just replaceable part. He's got everything you need in a quarterback. He's on a good team. He will live up to the hype, which means they will be a good team and maybe make the playoffs in a murderous division. Maybe not, but they're going to be good. Yeah, I, I would agree on real. I, I think a guy like Carr turned Hunter Renfro into a thousand yard receiver, right? You talk about Darren Waller. You talk about Josh Jacobs also in a contract year from a running perspective. I mean, that adds another optionality. If he can stay healthy, I, I would agree. Uh, Justin Herbert. Ooh. We'll live up to the hype. Max, your favorite guy. Real. He's already exceeded the hype. Justin Ooh. Herbert has, and, and, you know, had as good a first two seasons as anyone's ever had. As a quarterback, by the way, and I'm including, he was the among the best quarterbacks in the league on third down and fourth down. So on the money down, when you need him most, he also, he's not just tall, he's 6'6". He can really run. He got a rocket for an arm, it's laser guided. He can read defenses. What can't the dude do? Real. Yeah, I'm going real as well. Can make every single throw on the football field. You talk about the prototype, prototypical quarterback. Justin Herbert is that guy. Now, Max, you mentioned his first two seasons. Most passing yards, most touchdowns ever in his first two years. Rookie of the year. Brandon Staley, just don't hold them back. How about this? Trevor Lawrence. Justin Herbert is already what people, if Trevor Lawrence ever becomes Justin Herbert, he will have lived up to the hype as one of the most hyped quarterbacks ever. If he ever gets to where Herbert's already been. See, I'm going to say not real. Oh! Because I think the hype for Justin Herbert, people going down this lane is calling him maybe the greatest quarterback to ever live. No, no, no. no, He's on, Max, the way you talk about him, he's on the trajectory to be a damn Marino, one of the greatest quarterbacks the game of football has ever seen. So even if he doesn't hit that mark of what he did last year, but they find a way to make the playoffs, like to me, that's like, it may not be the hype of where he is personally, but if they have team success, I still think that's okay. Do you know his rookie year was so good that all the smart football analysts, all the ones who really crunch the numbers and study this stuff and look at film, all figured there's going to be some regression, right? He won't be. He's really he good, but he got little, that. He got better. That's what I'm saying. They you're assumed saying, regression. He got you're better. You're saying he's going to surpass what he did last year? Yep. Like, okay. Yep. We'll see. Right, AFC West is hard. All right, next really up. Really hard. Trey Lance will live up to the hype. HD. Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. not one of the answers. Not one of the selections. I, I, no, I'm saying. So I, I, I don't know if it can be real. So not I real. Know, I know one thing about this. I know when Jimmy Garoppolo plays, they win 70% of the games. I know he's taking them to a Super Bowl, an NFC Championship game. I don't know what I'm going to get from Trey Lance. So the, it's too, 
to be determined. Max Present, has a weird look in his eye. Presented by progressives. I'm trying to figure out what NFT could stand for. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> well, you know, it, it, the NFT is not real, right? So it's like not real. Oh, it is real. Real or NFT? Real or virtual or VR? <laughs> So which one is it for Trey Lance? Uh, Trey Lance, not real, because I'll say that I'm going to peg the hype at his draft position and what they gave up to get him. And he's going to have to win a Super Bowl to live up to the hype because yeah. they got rid of a guy who got one throw away. I'll say not real, but very quickly, what is real? Watching you struggle between the difference between NFT and virtual reality. <laughs> That's the same thing, right? It's, See, was like, just the fact that you're asking the question with a question I, mark makes it all worth it. You try to explain NFT to me a bunch of times. I don't know. There's a moment and you create an NFT for it. But can't someone else create also an NFT for it? So there are two NFTs for the same moment, right? Am I wrong about that? I'm right. not in the NFT. NFL, uh, I don't know. NFL <laughs> licensed virtual reality game that I mentioned yesterday. I mentioned it yesterday and boom, it's a reality today. That's the power. It was already a reality. No, I don't know. All article. I know is I didn't hear anything about it and I mentioned something and now today it's a reality. We're going to talk about it. Keyshawn J. Willemax, <laughs> Harry Douglas in for Key, ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. So uh, a fan the other day was uh, walking around and saw Dylan Brooks, who plays for the Memphis Grizzlies, who did have a a, a great series against the Golden State Warriors, actually got uh, ejected and bounced from a game for a hard foul in that series. Um, but it, it, the fan walks up to him pretty much and says to his face, hey, Dylan, sharing is caring. Pretty much telling him, Yo, if you had passed the ball to John Morant, we would have won the series. You cost us a series. Like, I don't know That's what how he said I, to him. I don't know how I would react in real time if fans just came up to me and said something like, like that. Like if a radio fan came up and said, hey, if you let Harry Douglas talk, that segment would have been better and you would be mad at the fan? No, I, would. I wouldn't be pertain to me i think he would be wow. talking to you well, i think we all know what happened here today <laughs> yes we do hd would you like to tell your side of the story yeah tomorrow better be better that's all i know i will not for be both, on the show tomorrow both of you guys <laughs> oh you're not going to be here tomorrow what so harry's going to get to talk what? 
<laughs> Are you going to be on the show tomorrow? You're like such a bad little kid. <laughs> you must have been so devious. Oh, the schemes oh, you came up oh, what a, with as a child. Yeah. Was known as a problem child. <laughs> you know the term say. problem child? I believe that was me. They studied me and said the problem child. What is that? Middle child bo- syndrome. Yeah. I'm a middle child. What is I know the, exactly what he means. I'm H- oldest child. HD, what is the boss in uh, The Simpsons where he's doing like Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns. Excellent. 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 That yeah. is you all the time. <clears throat> don't. Don't. But you're better looking at you think? You think. Oh, clearly. Do you think um, the, do you think that John Morant looking and his it. absence... Looking because you said he could be finals MVP. I thought I had him pegged fifth best odds to win finals MVP based on who I thought could win the finals. I thought they had a shot, outside shot, but a shot. Do you think had he been healthy the whole time, they would have actually done something? I probably would have still given Golden State a slight advantage, but I think it would have been different. It wasn't just him coming back. It was also Steven Adams coming back. Steven Adams came back. They dominated down low, they played differently. It was a lot more physical. And without the pressure of playing in the finals against the Warriors, maybe that takes a little edge off for the inexperienced team. You know what I mean? Like beating a team, but it's not yet the finals. In terms of the pressure that young up-and-coming players experience, probably it diminishes it a little bit, makes it easier for them, I imagine. Game one slipped away from Memphis. That was very, very important. They should have won that game one. They win game game one, it's probably a different ballgame. And plus, that's when they lost Gary Payton the second. Yeah, I mean, that's what he got. That's that foul on Dylan Brooks that we were talking about before. So that, that's their defensive guy that applies pressure. It forces them in their rotations to be drastically different. They were able to get back to that in the World Championship game. Keyshawn J. Willimax. That's uh, the as the dulcet tones of Jason Williams. Harry Douglas has been muted essentially by Jay, taken out of the show. Good defense, Jay. Keyshawn J. Will. And Max. All my boys yeah. are diehard Yankees fans. You don't rock anything Yankees at all. Great you don't even have a Yankees well, hat Jay, in your office. Jay, look at this head of hair. Look at this head of hair. Why would I put a hat? You could present a hat in your in your office. Jay has a hat for every it. day of the week. I don't wear hats. <laughs> my, I'm, I'm secure. I know what time have, it this is. This is the baby. first time I've seen Jay's head in two months. I know what time it is. Don't hey, put man. no hat over that milk, dude. We hear you, Yates. Hey, you guys see where the uh, Mega Millions is up over a billion dollars? What? Oh, you don't think I didn't play? I, pl- I didn't play it, Max. You know what I would do if I hit Mega Millions? Not, for a not million show dollars? up. I might not be show a, up. I might be Antonio Brown. I make my own R and B video. It's like Dave Chappelle when he, when he, you know, he and Oprah were gonna have a kid supposedly in the skit, right? He shows up at work. I didn't approve this. And he, <laughs> if I hit Mega Billions for a billion, Mega Millions for a billion dollars, I would use every cent to sue the. Mega Millions to give me all of my money. I want the whole billion. It is false advertising, Jay. Harry, they say it's a billion dollars, but understand, every lottery is a regressive tax to begin with because who's spending the money on it? Not the rich people. That's number one. Number two, they say it's a billion dollars. You say, great, I hit the t- here's my ticket. I want my billion. Oh, not so fast. We'll give you a tiny fraction of it and the rest will give it over installments. Yeah, but with inflation, it's not going to be worth a billion. Yeah, but that's, we're still calling it a billion. Okay, then give it to me all at once. Fine, in that case, you get less than half of it. What? And then you get taxed on the money. Remember, it's already a regressive tax. The state's already doing it to raise essentially tax revenue. So you wind up, instead of a billion, with 250 million? Oh, yeah. I'm, not I'm using match. every cent to sue for the other 750 million. I want my billion. Uh, not I'll me, man. I'll take the 250. I'll take the 250 too. I'll be honest with you. No, uh, it'll be okay. What size yacht do you want to get, Jay? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do you want a yacht for? Where, where, are we, where are we flying on my private 757? I'm flying naked. I'm on my yacht naked. You don't know, realize Jay naked. doesn't even have a 757 <laughs> private right now. What do you, what, what's your plane? I, I what fly, plane do you have? Well, today I'm actually flying Delta. 
You bought the whole plane just for you? This dude, Look man. at you. This dude. Mr. Yeah. Chairman? Jay yeah. is Mr. PJ. What are you talking about? No, I'm Mr. Delta. I'm Mr. Commercial. What was the last private plane you Are you in first you class? What? Are you in first class? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. I wouldn't expect anything less, We're Jay. New York, Max. <laughs> Low key. Real G's moving silence, man. Like lasagna. <laughs> See? Look at you reciting Drake. NFL-licensed virtual reality game is all set for a fall release, guys. I said yesterday on this very program, if Kyler Murray's addicted to video games and you have to put in his contract four hours of independent study, and by the way, not while you're playing a video game, right? You can't just have the the film on. you got to pay attention. Oh, he's got a video game problem? I have the perfect solution. You you hire whoever you need to to modify Madden or you, you get a software engineer, whatever you have to do. I don't care if it costs you $10 million, $20 million. You got hundreds of millions wrapped up in this guy now. What? And you develop a game. You put in your whole playbook. You put in every defense you need. Make it virtual reality if you have to and say, here, Kyler, play this all day long. I say that and just like this, just like this. Now the NFL has a virtual reality game set for the fall. The power of Keyshawn J. Will and Max. See that, Jay? Look at that. But, what what influence? Uh, why? I, I don't understand, though, Max. What? Why? You know I still don't agree with that anyway. NFL Pro era is being developed by Status Pro and is scheduled to debut on MetaQuest and PlayStation VR. Max. VR's virtual reality, Jay. So, you know, this game came out, uh, this article came out April 20th. I don't know about that. The game is also licensed by the NFL <laughs> Players Association, allowing for player names and likenesses to be used. I <laughs> you fixed like Kyler breaking Murray. news. Because you said it, now the article came out. It came out in April. Get off yourself. People can bite off you retro- retroactively, Jay. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I, is it po- Let me ask you this in all seriousness. Can Kyler Murray win a Super Bowl? Given what you now know about him, given the fact that his offensive lineman came out and said what he said on this show, he's immature, yeah, he can do it, but he's got to grow up. Given the fact that they have to put this clause in his contract, and by the way, he's small, but he's also a ridiculous talent. Harry Douglas. Jay, just bite your tongue for a second. Harry Douglas. Thank you. Can Kyler Murray win a Super Bowl? This is a possibility, but there are a lot of ifs, right? If Kyler Murray can do what he's supposed to do on his end, if the Arizona Cardinals can be better the second half of the year as a football team, if the defense can hold up, can guys not get injured? There's a lot of ifs to it. But it's, is it possible? Yes, it's possible because he's a franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he is the hardest person to tackle in the National Football League because he's a little jitterbug. So it's possible, but there's a lot of ifs tat- attached to that, that possible. Let's run through a list. Uh, I was going to say I, I think it's 1,000% possible. I mean, there's ifs with a lot of players. Obviously, some teams are more loaded than others. But – on the verge of all this, if I were Kyler Murray, our next team meeting, I would have a real frank, transparent conversation with my entire squad. Yeah, I would say, look, you guys have heard these things about me. These things, some of these things have been true. Some of these things have not. Here's what's been true. I own all of it. Uh, I have not been treating this the way I should have, if that's the case. And I want all of you to believe in me. I know that's not going to happen today. It might not happen tomorrow, but I guarantee you. I'll earn it over get, time. i earn it yeah. over time. And when we win this damn Super Bowl, I'm going to look at you. I'm going to say, I told you to believe in me. And you will never question me again moving forward. Like, I, I want something like that to happen internally for this team to take the right step moving forward. Harry, who would you rather have, Kyler Murray or Josh Allen? Josh Allen. Joe Burrow. Like uh, Kyler Murray? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe Burrow? Um, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. 
Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Um, how about Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes. Derek Carr. I'll take Derek Carr. Justin Herbert. I'm definitely taking Justin Herbert. Russell Wilson. I'm taking Russ. You're taking Russ? Dak Prescott. Whole package. I'm taking Kyler. I'm taking Kyler there. Over Dak. Yes. Who represents the franchise, who has ability, who's not Man, undersized. You know I don't know about that one. He's ba- if you take Derek Carr, I'd take Dak Prescott too over, over Kyler. I think just, of Derek Carr and Dak Prescott in a similar way. Just give me a second. Oh, man. I don't know. Talent-wise, I feel like Kyler has I'm bypassing that one ceiling. for the moment. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, A-Rod. I need more time to think about the Dak one. Tom Brady. Tom, Tom. Brady. Matthew Stafford. Stafford. I just named every one of the quarterbacks that I consider above the line where you're no longer looking for a quarterback. And I'm including Kyler in that group. And according to you, he is tied with Dak Prescott as the last members of that group. Mm. He's on the bottom of the top 13. He's either 12 or 13 to you. And just got 160 million guaranteed. I might, I might end up taking Dak Prescott. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one for me. I got to think about that. That's why I said the leadership component, like the talent of Kyler Murray is off the charts, and the ceiling of it gears him towards being a top 10 quarterback. There's no doubt about it. But the leadership aspects and how you – the chemistry you're able to build as the cornerstone of your franchise, that's what comes into the question. That's what makes you drop him as a talent. To me, it seems like in the NFL, you got to love the quarterback, man. you got to be willing to do like to, to go that extra mile for him. And so personality plays in. You notice when you meet quarterbacks in person, like famous quarterbacks – who have had a lot of success, they have this ability to walk in a room and light it up and make people feel good about themselves, you know, like point guards. You notice that about him. It's going to be interesting to see what he's able to do as he builds towards the season. And anything that happens, Max, any, anything that's small that occurs with Kyler Murray now will be blown out of proportion, and they will always reference that aspect of the stipulation of his contract. Well, that's why you don't allow things like that to be in your contract. Jay, Will, and Max, we're back tomorrow, 9 a.m. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.